Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Weekly Kaiju Havoc. I am your host, Cal the Kaiju Guy. So, all right, guys, before I jump into the Kaiju news and all of that kind of stuff, I've got two things to announce. One is podcast-related. The other one is personal-related. Um, and the only reason I'm going to bring it up is because I've mentioned it a time or two on the podcast. So, um, number one, first and foremost, um, you guys probably remember me mentioning the little cat that I had found nearly a year ago. The one that had health issues, the one that was, uh, there was a neurological disorder in her brain, which made it to where she couldn't, she didn't have very good balance and she didn't walk very well, but she also just had other, you know, issues that according to the vets that we spoke to, the mother <clears throat> was likely very malnourished whenever she was carrying the, uh, the litter of kittens. And I found this one, she was she couldn't hardly walk. She couldn't hardly stand on her own. Uh, so one day I took matters into my own hands and I picked her up and I brought her inside the house. And, you know, we, we've had her ever since and uh, named her Wobbles because of the the way that she walked. And, uh, you know, she would just be kind of wobbling around and all of that. And, um, <clears throat> you know, the vets had always told us that because of the medical issues that she had that she would either live a very long normal life and everything would be fine or she would take a turn for the worse and whenever the turn got made it could be pretty bad and unfortunately uh sunday at the time of this recording just about four days ago she took a turn for the worse um she couldn't walk she was, uh, you know, using the bathroom on herself and she was panting, uh, very shallow breathing. So we ran her to an emergency vet and, <clears throat> uh, we, we were pretty much told there was nothing that could be done. And Emily and I had to make the very, very, very difficult decision to put her down. And, <clears throat> you know, like, next month would have been a year that I found her. And I'm not a very sociable guy. Like, I'm, I'm not very fond of, uh, of people. But I love my animals. Like, <clears throat> I'm one of those people that it's the cliche of saying, like, you know, that pets are part of your family. And that's how I've always viewed my animals uh, ever since I was a little kid. Like, whatever cat or dog that I had, that, that cat or dog was a huge part of my life. And I've always loved animals. Um, you know, I had, we had Wobbles, we have another cat named Hyde, and we have four dogs. A Collie and... Um, Corgi mix is, uh, the proper term is called a Borgie, 
And that that's my little lady. Her name is Sansa, uh, because she has red hair like the character from Game of Thrones. And then there's Rocky. He is named after Rocky Marciano, the box the, the boxer. He is a uh red bone coonhound. We have a black lab named Jekyll, and we have an American bulldog named Marty. Uh Marty spelled M-A-R-D-I, as in Mardi Gras, because we found him uh on Mardi Gras. And <clears throat> every animal that we have has been found or has just shown up except for Jekyll. Like Emily, before we started dating, Emily actually went out of her way to go get Jekyll because she wanted a dog. Uh, but the others, they've just shown up. Uh, I've had Sansa for about five years. I had her before Emily and I got together. And the other ones have shown up uh you know, since we've started dating. And I feed the outside cats uh, outside. Uh, I like keeping them around because they take care of little critters and things like that around the property. Uh, you know, like mice and snakes and things like that. So I like to keep the strays around. And I've gotten to where I can pet the uh, the strays and they all have names and, and all of that. So... <clears throat> uh, Counting the stray cats, like, I, I tend to slash feed slash care for, you know, 10 plus animals right now. And Wobbles was, she was one of my favorites, you know. Um, and I'm, I'm man enough to admit it. I have cried my eyes out over that little cat. She, she was very small, very sickly, you know much smaller than a full-grown cat would be. And uh, by all means, she was full-grown. Um, it's been tough this week because just going through the house and not seeing her wobble around down the hallway trying to follow me every step that I make because she was always on my heels. It's, uh, I always like to tell people that she knew that I saved her. And so she was always on my heels everywhere I went. And <clears throat> I would come in from work and go into the bedroom to get out of my work clothes and into my regular clothes. And she would come in and jump on the bed and we would just lay there and play and cuddle and everything else for a good while. And whenever I would get tired of that, after about five or ten minutes, I would come into the front room, sit in my recliner where I record my podcast episodes and would be watching TV and she would jump into my lap and just curl up and go to sleep and she would stay there until I decided to get up. Um, Emily could not pet her. Like she, she was terrified of Emily and nobody else pet her. Whenever company would come over, she would just go hole up in another room and be away from everybody. So for all intents and purposes, I was pretty much the only human alive that this little cat allowed to have something to do with her. And, <clears throat> you know, a lot of times when it comes to cats, they say that you don't choose a cat. A cat chooses you. Well, that little cat chose me. And uh, I miss her like there's no tomorrow. And the vet that we uh, we took her to, they sent a, uh, they actually sent a card today, basically saying, we're sorry for your loss and, and all of that kind of stuff. So that was very, very, very kind of them. 
So for all the times that, you know, I would be recording and I would say things like ignore the background noise, like Wobbles is being very loud and meowing because she was in heat or she was in a very playful mood that day and she was chasing Hyde around and or she was just getting into anything that she could, like cords or anything like that. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll never be able to make those kinds of announcements again. Because my little wobbles is, uh, is gone now. So I just, uh, I just wanted to announce that, you know, no particular reason why other than I had mentioned wobbles before and... It's gotten to the point to where I message so many of you guys and I've become personal friends with you guys on Facebook or Instagram or something like that, that, um, you know, you, you, you guys are more than just podcast listeners at this point to me. Like, you know, I, I just feel like we kind of know each other a little bit in, in a weird kind of way. I know that's weird to say, but you know, I just wanted to share with you guys that, uh, my little Wobbles is no longer with us, and she's buried out in the front yard by some bushes, <clears throat> and uh, she will be missed. As, as annoying as she was when I was trying to record these podcast episodes, I'm really going to miss having to pause and telling her to get lost, you know, and, and all that stuff. Like, it's... Uh, it's going to be tough, but life goes on and on to the second announcement of this one is specifically to my listener, Robert Delaloy, who won my uh, 100th episode giveaway with the Amazon gift card and being able to choose <clears throat> an episode of his choice. So I had announced that I was going to be doing a double whammy today. I was going to be doing the weekly Kaiju Havoc stuff and then followed up by uh, my episode on Tombstone. But the more I've looked into it and the more I've done it, th this episode is going to be a, uh, it's a hoss. It's, it's a big deal. There's a lot of information. And I know, like I said, I know how I had already announced that I was doing it today, but I'm going to push it back a couple of weeks because, Robert, you won this episode. This is your episode. I want to do it justice. I want to make it be as good as I possibly can instead of just looking at it like I have over like the last three or four days trying to compile information and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, dead gum. Like, I'm not going to be able to... Like, I, you know, in the evening after I get off from work... And then, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Like, I just, I want the episode to be all that I can make it to be. So, now, another official announcement. <clears throat> Pardon me for clearing my throat so much, guys. But, um, I've decided on what episode I was going to be doing this Saturday. I, I told you guys I was leaning towards doing the Trials of Gamera, which is basically a spotlight. It's exactly like I did with the Rise and Fall of Godzilla Part 1 and 2. But since there are only eight films in the Gamera Showa era, I'm going to be doing all eight films in one episode. So this Saturday, I'll be doing that. Just talking, just giving a an overall history on the franchise of the Showa era of Gamera films and how it started out as 
something to rival Godzilla and then kind of turned into kind of goofy here and there and then turned in towards the end turned into just this garbage basically I mean I, I don't know any other way to say it with how poorly made the films were with how cheaply made the costumes were over reliance on stock footage and all of that kind of stuff like when Gamera fell Gamera fell hard but he made a big comeback with uh in the Heisei era with that batch of films. So this Saturday, I'm going to be doing The Trials of Gamera. Next Saturday, I'm going to be doing something I have not done in quite some time, Kaiju Carnage Presents. So if you guys remember, <clears throat> like it's been a while. I think the last time I did one was for uh, Ready Player One. But if you guys remember, like uh, Kaiju Carnage Presents is basically a little thing that I used to do once a month in which I would just pick any movie, whatever I wanted, whatever genre it was, and all of that kind of stuff, and I would talk about it. But it kind of fell off, and I haven't done one in a long time. But for Tombstone, I'm going to do it this Saturday. I mean, uh, next Saturday, just so I can make that episode be all that I want it to be. Because again, Robert, you won this episode. I don't want to just give... A little bit of stuff here and there and kind of run through it just because I record the weekly Kaiju Havoc uh, episodes in the evening after I get off from work and all that kind of stuff. I want it to be as good as I can possibly make it. So <clears throat> this Saturday, The Trials of Gamera. Next Saturday will be Tombstone in that came out in 1993. So, all right, guys, that pretty much does it for the announcements and stuff. So let's actually move on to content the weekly kaiju havoc number 22 so first up we're going to talk about the poll the battle of the mecha godzillas has come to an end this was a very very fun thing that i've done over the past few weeks putting each design of mecha godzillas up against one another and all of that kind of stuff i had a lot of fun doing it and putting together like the collages and putting it on tiktok and all of that kind of stuff and seeing just, you know, which designs people liked more and reading their comments on the posts and all of that kind of stuff. I had a lot of fun. But this past week was the last that it was going to be. The final round came down between Godzilla vs. Kong design and the anime trilogy design. So, who won? I mean... Do I really have to say who won? I, th I think you guys know who won <laughs> at this point. But, you know, I say that. I did not expect the anime trilogy Mechagodzilla to get as far as it did. I really expected it to be out round one. I'm not going to lie. Really expected it to. It's uh, probably, it's easily my least favorite design of Mechagodzilla. And I don't hear a whole lot of people talk positively about it. So, how in the world it actually managed to get to the final round is beyond me, but it did. But it could not pull off the upset one more time. The Battle of the Mecha Godzillas has come to an end, and the Godzilla vs. Kong design is your winner. This past uh, week, the stats for it, we had an overall 141 votes. Not near, not as many as I was hoping I would get, but, you know, it is what it is. 141 total votes. 
the GVK design ended up getting 90. The anime trilogy design ended up getting 51, or that translates to 64% to 36% of the total votes. So you guys voted, my TikTok voted, you know, people that just deal with me specifically, you know, this does not speak for the overall fandom by any means. This is just people that follow me and listen to the podcast and um, <clears throat> and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, the Godzilla versus Kong design is top dog and was voted by you to be the most popular design for Mechagodzilla so far. So, like I said, I had a lot of fun doing the uh, Battle of the Mechagodzillas. I will probably be doing something similar to this in the future. I might do something like, which Godzilla design do we like more and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Because you've got the original 1954 design, the uh, Godzilla Raids Again design, then 1962. Then they changed him again like for Mothra and all of that. And then kind of towards the end of the Showa era, he kind of had about the same overall look. But then we have that one of my least favorite designs, which is for like Son of Godzilla and all of that kind of stuff. So I might just do it with the um, for the Showa era, but to make it to where it's all even, like the different designs and all that kind of stuff. So instead of it just being like, you know, 15 or something like that, uh, I might throw in the Hanna-Barbera Godzilla in there as well, because technically it is part of the Showa era. It was just simply done as uh, by an American studio. So that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. But thank you guys for participating. It was a lot of fun. Again, Godzilla vs. Kong design is the top dog, most popular uh, Mecha Godzilla design voted by you. Thanks again for making this so fun and enjoyable. We will be doing something like it again in the future. So, moving on. We got a short trailer for the new Godzilla vs. Gigan 50th anniversary short film that's going to be coming out. And I've watched it. I'm torn on it, and I'll, I'll get into that here in a minute. But we have a new design for both Godzilla and Gigan. Basically, we have an entirely new Gigan because there's a Gigan in there like that it shows towards the end of the teaser trailer where it's a giant red Gigan and he's being called Gigan Rex. Don't know how I feel about the name. Don't know how I feel about the design. Um, I'm not going to lie. Gigan pretty much peaked with his design in 2004 with Final Wars. Like, I, I like the Showa era design, don't get me wrong, but I love the Final Wars design for Gigan. Um, they've apparently changed his origin a bit in some kind of way because, um, first of all, this is coming from Gemstone Studios, and there are at least two other Gigans that look more similar to the Showa era Gigan, but there's at least two of them because they share the screen at the same time. So I don't know if these two are going to pull a Dragon Ball Z and fuse together to form Gigan Rex or if Gigan Rex is an entirely separate entity entirely. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Now, one thing that I'm not super super thrilled about with this short is that Toho 
or the Gemstone Studios has opted to go with CGI as opposed to suitmation. Um, I'm not against CGI. I'm, I'm really not. Um, I like a lot of the CGI stuff that they did with Shin Godzilla. And, you know, I'm, I'm not opposed to CGI in the slightest. I'm not one of those diehards that, like, wants to see it in suitmation 100%. But I was disappointed whenever I saw that it was going to be fully CGI and not suitmation. And part of that is, is like, if you see the trailer and you see the CGI in action, it looks kind of cartoony. I'm not super thrilled about the quality of the CGI. Now, the design for Godzilla looks pretty awesome. I would very much like to see a, like a full body still of the design for this Godzilla because he looks pretty cool. But, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it just, like I said, I'm torn. I'm excited. I can't wait to watch it. I'm very, very pumped to watch it. Um, <clears throat> but I, I wish they would have gone with Suitmation. And even if they didn't go with Suitmation, I wish that the special effects looked a little bit better than what they, they actually do and what we ended up with and all of that. But anywho, the short will be released November 3rd for the 50th anniversary of Godzilla vs. Gigant. So, moving on. Shin Ultraman is coming to the United States at Fantastic Fest in Austin, Texas on September 23rd and September 26th. It will be playing in the Alamo Draft House in Austin, Texas, and they're also going to be doing sprinkled out throughout the week is going to be 4K remastered episodes. I believe it's just four episodes, but 4K remastered episodes from the original series. Now, from where I live, Austin, Texas is only about a six-hour drive, six and a half hours, something like that. I've I've driven to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, people. That was like an 18-hour drive, okay? Six hours ain't nothing to me. So, I mean, heck, I just went this past weekend, me and Emily, uh, for my birthday, she took me to go see uh, a Sammy Hagar concert in uh, Irving, Texas, which is basically connected to Dallas, Texas. And uh, it was really a really good show. I really enjoyed myself. I'm a big Sammy Hagar fan. Uh, for those of you that don't know who Sammy Hagar is, he was the second lead singer of Van Halen. After David Lee Roth uh, left the band, a lot of people refer to his time in Van Halen as the Van Hagar era, and a lot of people don't too much care for that era because the music did shift a bit after David Lee Roth left, but it was the Hagar era that introduced me to Van Halen. The very first song by Van Halen that I had ever listened to was Dreams. And I'm about to show my age here, but there's a lot of people that's my same age that listen to this podcast, so you guys will relate. Um, the very first time I ever heard a Van Halen song was Dreams, and it's played at the end of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, and that I went and saw in theaters. So <clears throat> that's what introduced me to Van Halen, and that's part of the Hagar era. And I've been a semi Hagar fan ever since, and it, it was years later until I actually started listening more regularly to the David Lee Roth stuff. And I'm not going to talk about the Gary uh, Sarone days. But um, 
yeah, uh, Van Halen is arguably my favorite band of all time now, at this point. And uh, now that Eddie Van Halen has passed away, uh, going to see uh, Sammy Hagar live with Michael Anthony, who was the bass player for Van Halen, is now the bass player for Sammy Hagar. So that's half of Van Halen. And, you know, that's, that's the closest I was ever going to get to seeing Van Halen live. So uh, that was about four and a half hours. So to go six or six and a half hours to Austin, to the Alamo Draft House this Friday, and I'm off work that day, like, hmm, you know, I, if, if I do go, I would I, it would be pushing it. Like, ah, you know, I don't know. Because the movie starts at 11 o'clock. And, well, now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't check to see if that was going to be 11 a.m. or 11 p.m. I've never been to an Alamo Draft House, so I don't know, well, like, what time they close or if they're, like, 24-7. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'll have to dig into that. But I'm, I'm heavily considering going because I want to see Shin Ultraman. I would really love to see it, like, you know, make this road trip of it and, and all that kind of stuff. I think that would be really cool and really fun and all of that, so I'm thinking about going to see it, not entirely sure yet. If I do decide to go see it, I will do a spontaneous podcast episode prior to seeing the film, so be on the lookout just in case I do decide to go. There might be another episode coming up uh, uh, this Friday. So, that pretty much does it for um, the announcements and stuff. I didn't have a whole lot of announcements, I just... uh. You know, the bulk of this episode pretty much got, was, um, talking about my sweet little wobbles and, uh, the tombstone, uh, pushback for Robert Delaloy. And for those of you that were looking forward to tombstone, I do apologize for pushing it back. But like I said, uh, I want this episode to be everything that it can. I want to full on dedicate myself to it, uh, like I would with any of my other kaiju episodes and all of that kind of stuff and just doing it. Like on a Wednesday, you know, after I get off work in the evening, I'm tired, you know, ready to wrap stuff up <laughs> and just enjoy my evening and all of that. I didn't want to do that because I, I genuinely love the movie. It's a great movie. Uh, I've been a fan of it for years and years and years. Um, I'm a big fan of just the actual historical event, like the uh, a lot of the events that took place in Tombstone, mainly the, uh, the gunfight at the OK Corral, which did not actually take place in the OK Corral, by the way, and I'll talk about that whenever it comes to the, uh, when I actually do the episode. But yeah, so I apologize for those of you that were actually looking forward to the episode, but it is what it is. I want to give you guys the best content that I can, and doing a double whammy, uh, just, it wouldn't gotta fly for me. So, alrighty guys, thank you guys so much for all the love, all the support, all the listens and all that kind of stuff. Share the podcast as much as you can. And all that, you know, I mean, I've kind of, I've kind of tapped out with, uh, listeners <laughs> right now. And I, I would like to get some more as, as soon, as soon as I, I possibly can. So share the podcast, share it with your friends and your family and, uh, share it to like, you know, get links and share it to your social media pages and all that kind of stuff. I would very, very much appreciate it. So this Saturday in just a few days at the time of this recording, the trials of Gamera next Saturday at the time of this recording, Kaiju Carnage presents Tombstone, and we will see y'all then. This is Cal the Kaiju Guy, signing out.